It's time for Cats Talk Wednesday. Small town and big city joined forces. Benny Hardy of Lynch, Kentucky, and Terry Brown of Louisville, Kentucky, team up to give you free-flowing, laid-back sports talk. Focus on Kentucky Wildcats, as well as pertinent information in the NBA, NFL, and Major League Baseball. Here we are back on another Wednesday. Cast Talk Wednesday, Terry T.B. Brown, Benny Hardy, proud part of the BS3 Network. T.B., man, how we doing today? Doing fantastic. Had a great holiday weekend. Uh, was able to go back and visit the family. And uh, my youngest graduated eighth grade. So I now have two high schoolers next year, senior and a freshman. So I don't feel old enough. <laughs> Congrats to Lauren. Saw the pictures. Uh, yeah. Good she, stuff, man. She won her presidential uh, academic awards and all these awards for uh, GPAs and things like that. And I told her good job, but I also had to dig up some of my middle school awards and say, hey, you know, <laughs> following the old man's footsteps. So she's excited. She's doing great. Uh, she's currently training. She's going to uh, play field hockey next year. Okay. Uh, so she's excited about getting back to field hockey. Yeah, because you like, she likes to, to, to dish out a little. She's rough. Every now and then. She's rough, yeah. <laughs> good deal, good deal. Does Sammy, does Sammy have a good ride? Did he ride good like you? Yeah, he does, man. Since he sleeps 90% of the time anyway, he's fine. <laughs> But he just will lay there. He'll look out the windows. You know, we let him out at the rest stops, and uh, he does his thing. And yeah, he's a he's a good dog to go ride. And he just stays in the back seat. Now my mom's pulsing. She made bacon just for Sammy. Make sure he get one piece of bacon a day. And yeah, he she she uh, makes sure he's okay. Wow. Hey, Sammy's in good. That's good. That's good. Yeah. <laughs> I was telling you, I was up in your city, uh, had a cousin in the hospital, but I put the tweet out. People probably saw it. I, I went by the Brown Hotel and got an original hot brown because I had never had one from there. So uh, I just missed you, which I figured was probably the case because it was Monday when I was getting in there and, you know, everybody going back home on Monday. But uh, yeah. that was the only day I had to go up there and, and see my cousin and uh, was waiting for some of my other cousins to get there. And had a little time to kill. Went and got me a original hot brown from the Brown Hotel. And man, that was. And it got a little lip, little four roses, little honey, little lemon. Hey, I was I was good to go. Now, as you know, I, me not being as familiar with Louisville, Memorial Day is the the bike and hike race, right? It's biking. And yeah, hiking. all through downtown and everything like that. Yeah, I, I don't bike nor do I hike, so that's not my. But I'm I'm aware of it, yes. Yeah, and so my my cousin, uh, he said he actually did it a few times, but they they like reroute it different ways every year, and yeah. so me trying to get because my my cousin was in the hospital at U of L right there on South Jackson Street, right by the YMCA, and I was coming from the Brown Hotel. I could I could see it, but it was blocked off, and so I kept end up going in a circle. Made a, made a loop a couple times, but I couldn't. I could see there, but I couldn't get to there because there was blocked. And so I looped around and parked 
Fifth Avenue, Sixth Avenue, somewhere like that. It was kind of quiet downtown. I was the only car on the street. And so I'm just going to walk up to the hospital. And, you know, just had a hot brown. Need to do a little walking anyway. Need to <laughs> walk off some of that food. Right. And, uh, and so I was joking about that. I said, I burned a calorie or two. My cousin was hitting in town. So I was on about second or third street. And he stopped and just picked me up, hopped in the car. And, and he knew how to get around the bro block. And he, he got to the hospital parking garage. So then we go and see my uncle after we leave the hospital. And my uncle, my dad's older brother that you met at Sharks for Mama B and all that. And so I'm laughing and joking about how, you know, after I ate all that food, I did at least walk a couple blocks right. towards the hospital. You know, I, I burned a couple calories. And then he, he already, already told him I had that little lip. He said, you didn't burn no calories. You just sobered up. That's all you was doing. <laughs> <laughs> so he always quick with the wit and, and talking trash. And I... I, all I could do was say touche, Unc. You, you got me, man. You got me. I was, but uh, enjoyed that hot brown, man. So I had to tell you, you know, you being a brown and all. And my, my dad always used to say he's the original hot brown. So <laughs> that's right. Yeah, no, right. no shortage of uh, confidence with that one. No, uh -huh. but uh, we got yeah, a, man. We got roster news that you know finally actually happening. We we didn't spend our time worrying for these weeks because today's going to come and we're going to know what's going to happen. We didn't three weeks ago. Well, Terry ain't got no players yet. Well, Terry still only got seven on the roster. And now we got some news concerning the roster. We'll, 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 we'll figure it out. Uh, you know, I, I just know that uh, if everybody's gone, it's just, it, the optics are bad. Yes. You should be able to retain players and, and mm -hmm. things like that. And I, I can understand lottery picks leaving, but I do have to scratch my head at, you know, if you're not a lottery pick, mm -hmm. why not come back? That's just me. But, again, I'm not going to tell anybody how to live their life. Uh, that's a case that Cal and his staff has to make, right? Yeah. They, they've they've got to re-recruit these guys. So, but at the end of the day is this. Uh, on the trip from Iowa to Kentucky, me and uh, the lovely Kate, we, we talked about this. As a fan, there's only so much you can do, mm -hmm. whether it's professional or college. There's only so much you can do, right? This is not to say that you can't have an opinion and all this kind of stuff. I, I just can't get bent out of shape. I'm going to assume that Cal knows going to a season with seven players <laughs> – Probably is not the move, right? That's the assumption I'm going to make. Yeah. Now, how we get from May 31st to November, I don't know, right? Mm -hmm. But that's just my assumption. But even if he's like, we just got these seven players, I'm still going to watch. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, like so, me being upset. What's that? What does that do? Yeah, that I'm. I'm with you. I, I've I've said that on here. Said don't believe in Kentucky. Me, me worrying isn't going to change anything, but it does. I'm with you. It does look bad that yeah. If you are that like Reeves, if he leaves Kentucky for another university, and I'm I kind of stay in the middle. I'm not like Cal can do no wrong. I'm not like fire Cal, but. 
when you, and this is it, he loves to tell us, folks, I've done this a long time. Well, I don't know, maybe you've been in this situation and you you cool with what's going on right now. Maybe you panicking a little bit yourself. But that's you in that seat, and it's up to you to try to use your experience and knowledge and right. put it together the best way you see fit. Maybe it ain't going how he thought. Maybe he's cool. We'll know soon enough. But he does. Yeah. He loves to tell us, folks. I've been doing this a long time. Well, we we gonna see. Here. Yeah, and and that's all I can say is we'll we'll see. I, yeah. Like I I don't know how this turns out. I I don't. Didn't know it from uh, the end of the Kansas State game to now. But I also didn't know what we were doing last off season or the off season before that. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know. So again, I'm not saying that. Cal's infallible. I've no. never said that. Mm-mm. That's how it gets portrayed by some folks. <laughs> if you say that uh, Cal doesn't deserve to be fired, then you're carrying his water for him and all this kind of stuff. I'm just saying, let's just see. Because you don't know. Yeah, you don't know. So we'll, I, I have a feeling we're going to have more than seven players. I do feel confident uh, in saying that. Uh, but the one big announcement, Oscar is gone. Mm-hmm. Oscar Sheebway. Um staying in the draft. Hey, go pursue your dreams. Mm-hmm. He did everything we could ask. Oh. Um, I think year two, uh, this past season, uh, we were able to focus on his flaws a lot more while he was still, you know, leading the country in rebounds. Yeah. And uh the one thing with Oscar, never thought that uh, he was not given maximum effort. Even with his flaws, the mm-hmm. effort was always there, right? Yep. And so there's that. Um, you know, I did a little tweet thread. You know, the thing about Oscar, you know, the first big game against Duke, he went for 17 points and 20 rebounds. And I think you and I said, like, well, that's that's great. That's fantastic. I don't think he's going to be able to continue to do this. And yay, barely, he's getting 30 and 20, just rolling out of bed with a double-double before the last TV timeout in the first half. I mean, that. I don't think we need to minimize what we saw both years, right? Yeah. I mean, just this past tournament, he finished third in total rebounds and only played two games. (laughs) Yep. So we, you know, I mean, rebounding so, like we'd never seen before. Not in our lifetime, mm-hmm. right? And so, uh, obviously, being National Player of the Year, first unanimous National Player of the Year, uh, that's the kind of person you tell your player, you, you tell your kids about, right? Uh, you know, you should have seen this guy play. He was fantastic, right? Um uh, which also leads to something I bring up all the time because it still makes no sense. I don't know how jerseys get retired at Rupp. Mm-hmm. I don't know the process. All I'm saying is we're a few short years away from going into Rupp Arena and not seeing Oscar's name, not seeing uh, Tyler Eulis. I think should get consideration for player of the year, defensive player of the year, All-American. Uh, he was player of the year uh, in the SEC, obviously. Uh, no Anthony Davis. 
no player of the year, John Wall. You know, uh, no All American. Uh, I think Willie Collie Stein was All American one year, but no yeah. Keith, no Keith Bogans, no All American Ron Mercer, mm-hmm. no Final Four Most Outstanding Player Jeff Shepard. Mm-hmm. It it's it again. Uh, Oscar Combs and those folks that are plugged in know way more about that than I do. And I understand there's rules and guidelines, right? There's criteria. However, you can't tell me we've gone 25 years of Kentucky basketball history with, in that 25 years, a little bit more, I'm going to say three championships, right? Seven Final Fours. Right, from ninety eight. I'm just I'm going from ninety six. I'm throwing. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, ninety six, ninety seven. I kind of group all those together. Oh yeah, absolutely. The final fours, of course, all the SEC. This, and we ain't have one person, not one. Yeah, they got because your man Tony Delk's last person to go up, and he last played in ninety six. Nope. they got. So we, got we ain't had food. nobody meet the criteria. I have some revisions. I'm just saying the optics of 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 not having that is just mind-boggling. It's just yeah. how does this work? Gotta have some revisions for sure. Speaking to somebody that knows Tony Depp, hangs out with him all the time. He's backstage, and he has been on this show. We lost count. TB comes on here it was March Madness, the start of the playoffs. Now the playoffs are almost over. We got, we got the finals. The finals finally starting tomorrow. After you know Denver been off for about two months, they could have they could have went on vacation with this guest and come back and still prepped for Game One tomorrow. Talking about Jr. the Boss Man, host of the Boss Man Show, and y'all ain't gonna believe it. The the hat he has on right now. I'm, I'm a little bit surprised. Wow. JR man, what's up? What's up, brothers? This is the vacation hat, brothers. How y'all doing? Got the bucket hat on. I love it, man. <laughs> vacation hat, the vacation shades on because uh it is still my vacation. I don't go back to work until September 25th. So I'm enjoying life, brothers. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, excuse me. I I was surprised to see the the Hawks logo on the on the hat though. Oh, okay. That's well, the, 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 today is a, a different day because uh Oscar Sheepway was actually in Atlanta working out for the Hawks. You yeah. know, mm-hmm. you know, so because of that, I decided to, you know, bring some of that UK love from this to there. So, <laughs> you know, we always appreciate it. It's always good it, to have you on JR. And Good's you know, good. I got told y'all before I was a ball boy in that big game that Tony Delk had, Arkansas and Kentucky at the Georgia Dome. I was a ball boy for that. Man, I was Man. I was right there on the court. So, what was your responsibilities that day? I mean, you you had to. I was right there. I was right there at the far baseline. Had the towels. Get a referee to look at the little, you know, you know, little Gatorade bottle. I had to tell my little homeboy, "Do not grab the ball while it's live. <laughs> Don't do yes. that. Don't that's do that. That's important. That's important. <laughs> you, you know, but no, since now, so back since now, now, now they don't have the ball boys behind the goal no more. That, right. that doesn't change. We sit right there, right next to the basket. That doesn't change. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like I told my brother, like bro, don't grab the ball while I live. 
So I, I was an SCC tournament ball boy pro, brothers. Man, that's that's uh it's a good thing to have on a resume, man. That's all right. Yeah, it started me off to my, my career path, and now joining you guys every every Wednesday. Also, I was talking about sports. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have thought from, from a ball boy to being on Cats Talk Wednesday once a month? Yeah, <laughs> that's what it's always about. Always, always glad to have you on, Jr. Mm-hmm. So, as we get ready for these finals, well, let's talk about the playoffs to this point. Like we know, right. uh, you know. Trade the bars and, and and the Hawks, but looking back at just the playoffs at this point, what's your kind of rundown on what we've seen? Man, uh, I will tell you what the it's some parody in this league. This new CBA is even more parody, and you have to decide how much you're gonna spend to keep your keep your team together because Denver is very top heavy. This new CBA guys, you cannot build your roster the old way. It's very tight on you. No, you get you know no no level exceptions left if you're over the tax like the Nuggets are. Yeah, yeah, you have to draft well, and you have to also sign guys on the minimum well. And teams like Milwaukee who are now in a crossroads with Middleton player option, Drew Holiday getting older, Brook Lopez is free agent. You know the the Heat are in trouble as well. They're already over over the second apron with Hero Butler. At a bio, having three max guys on your roster is gonna make it hard. So what I'm seeing is thinking in my head, who are gonna be who will be like some guys offloaded to duck this second second apron tax and makes to spread the talent out more in the league. And so we kind of saw it already, you know. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you know the Lakers, your team has got to make some decisions as well about the roster. Um, Memphis, how much do you pay Desmond Bain? Uh, is he is he a max guy or not? Because you got Morant on the max, but that's when comes like money he created back to you. Jackson's on the declining contract, but Desmond Bain comes up it comes up to mind as well. Also, a team like the Hawks are in trouble as well. Like I told you that before, salary wise, you're in trouble. James Harden with the Sixers, and now you have hired Nick Nurse, the knee killer, but he kills knees. Dude plays guys thirty five minutes a night, man. <laughs> and I mean, on back the backs. Now, now he's not believing level management. The Knicks, um, the time that might offload Randall having to pay Josh Hart and quickly, you know. So for me, Terry, it looks like this man. I'm watching it from that perspective of how the roster gonna look come August September, and the parity is there now. But what happens with the CBA kicks in in July? And all these guys start to get traded and move as teams try to duck this new second apron. Tax is coming July 1st. Tell anybody about the aprons. Like you, you mentioned it, but tell because that's kind of a new a newer term when it comes to this kind of stuff. What are these aprons? Okay, so luxury tax comes in at 162 for, for, for this next season. So say for instance, you're over the first apron, which is the first tax, right? You know, you, you lose certain things. You have a tax parity level exception. You can only trade out like 110% rather than one rather than 125% of you know, trades for time at salaries. So that's one apron. The second apron is 179. If you're over that number, you, your first round draft pick gets pushed to, towards the back. 
Okay, if if you over the apron multiple years, you don't have your five million dollar taxpayer exception. You can't sign and trade. You know you you can't sign people on the buyout market, and you know, in trades you only send out one ten rather than one seventy five in a trade the max salary or aggregate the money. So it very much limits you on how you can build your roster. So I was be honest with you. CJ McCullum and Grant Williams, petty selves, targeted Golden State, the Clippers, and the Nets about this. And, and the small owners who went for this, like 45 in Charlotte, Memphis, OKC, Utah, it's going to backfire because now you have to pick who you pay. Like Houston, OKC, all these draft picks. You, can, you have to pick who you pay. And it's going it's kind of better in the NFL. It's pretty much a hard cap, guys. Suck like Abrams pretty much like a hard cap. And McCollum, and I'm trying to sell it like it's not a hard cap, it's pretty much acts as, acts as a hard cap. If you go back mm-hmm. to Apron, you can't really build your team the way you used to. And, and so I remember reading about this as it was coming about, and we've touched on it before with you. As an NBA fan, does this make sense for the NBA? The NBA, I know parity is what the buzzword everybody wants, like how the NFL has it. But that's not how the NBA works. You know, the NBA is about we got this team that people are shooting for. That That's, you know, outside of the bizarre 70s where the Bullets won and the Sonics won and, and some things like that, it's been, oh, the Minneapolis Lakers, the Boston Celtics, you know, the Lakers and Celtics of the 80s, the Bulls and the uh, uh, Rockets of the 90s. Like, what are we doing? Is – I just don't think it makes sense to try to spread this. I don't know if what the NBA is trying to do uh, because this isn't how your league is, is built. They're McCollum, them are petty and they're, they're, they're bad. They got beat me by the Warriors because they're trying to eliminate super teams. And so if you draft, well, you're penalized like Golden State. Only, only players they, they got via non-draft was Durant and Wiggins, no, Iguodala's already there organically, right? So then you're getting punished for billing is signing your own guys, right? So look at look at this like this, TB, look like this. So the Celtics now have to decide: do we give Brown five years, two ninety five on supermax, and Tatum five years through eighteen? Now, Grant, you can do that, but you can't build your roster around them very well. So be all minimums, and also in doing this horrible deal, McCollum did, guys. They cut out the middle class of the NBA. Yeah. It's going to be you're going to be a max guy or a minimum guy. The middle, because when you have this quasi hard cap, you're squeezing somebody. It's the guy right. in the middle, right? And it's the star. The stars are going to get money. Yes. because even at a max deal, the stars are underpaid. Yes, even. You know, if you think if you get Steph at 30 million, and I don't know what his salary is 51, but that's still under, you know, what With he's value value. organization. Yes, yeah, right. He's bringing that value, right? Because if you remember, like, uh, Michael Jordan's last couple of years, the Bulls, where he was making 25, 20, whatever, it's like, wow, I'm like, yeah, but what he's doing for the Bulls in general is way more than that, right? Yes, so those guys are going to get paid and. As we've seen, you need two, right? You need two studs to win an NBA title. 
for the most part, right? Yes. We look at all the teams that have won, the outliers like the 04 Pistons. You're like, okay, they didn't really have two. But you need two to compete. So now you've got to figure out, like you're saying with the Celtics, we can pay these two, but we got to figure out the rest of this on the fly. Yeah, all you can do is sign guys to the minimum. If you have two guys on a supermax contract with Brown, Brown and Tatum, Brown Browns is five years twenty five, Tatum is, is five years three eighteen. So yeah, all you really can do is, is pretty much draft well and sign minimums. And you know, Vinny, that's the old uh, Lakers mantra: give give me two dudes and we'll figure it out. <laughs> yeah, this CBA is a mess, brothers. I'm telling you. My, my my phone's been blowing up. So a lot of surprise trades coming as teams try to offload money. So, How many years is this new deal going to be for until they get a chance to? To 2029-30, unless they opt out in 28-29. But this mm. is going to backfire on everybody, brothers. I'm, I'm here to tell you. It's going to backfire on everybody that skinning and grinning clown McCollum. I could slap the have his damn mouth. You know what I'm saying? He going to catch a few flagrants going down the lane once they I, realize what's – What's Bro, happening? let me tell you what the vote was. 227, 223. Mm. Wow. So you see already people weren't really with it. Mm-hmm. And again, I just don't see how the NBA makes because they this is not how they operate. There's always a super team. All the owners are made at Golden State and Bomber and Joe Side in Brooklyn because they they spend their money. These owners don't want to spend money. Including Mark Cuban, he's very cheap. And well, we've talked about it before. Mm-hmm. Is I think people would be surprised how many of these teams winning a championship is not the goal. No, they're trying to make money. But winning a championship, if it happens, great. If not, I mean that as a fan, that makes no sense. But you know, these dudes making billions, they want to keep making these these billions. Yeah, and like watch this in Atlanta. I must be. I'm gonna be real with you. You know, when you have uh, Chico DeBarge salary, what it is, you know, you're gonna make some hard decisions. Think about this: we're already eight million over the tax, and we ain't even done nothing yet, <laughs> right now. So you got you got to decide to sign. You sign a Congo back, Sadiq Bay back. Mm-hmm. At what cost? Lose the Dejounte Murray. This, this new CBA. Makes it hard with finances on everybody. And what contracts we've given out to people like Collins, Hunter, you know, Bogdanovich, it's going back. It's the reckoning's coming. Where's one example? Memphis is another example. How much you give Desmond Bain? And so we're going to end up with a bunch of teams that are just mid tier. Like there's down. not going to be any great teams. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what they want. Because whoever, whoever develops the best. Yes, what they draft what they become paramount now. First round draft picks have become more valuable now, mm. especially for those teams who are over the set second apron tax, because you can't build your team. What's dumber? This new CBA, you know, like you said, pretty much headed up by CJ McCollum, or and Grant Adam, Williams, dumbass, or or Adam Silver's midseason tournament idea. Which one makes less sense? <laughs> That's one A and one B. I mean, but but let me. St- but actually, allowing the owners to put you pretty much at a hard cap as you you a player. 
as dumb as dumb as can be. Like I'm serious about that. Yeah. Like the NBA, I was, and I was gonna say we want a hard cap, but then we negotiate off of it. Oh, we have this new tax missing this the upgraded room exception. Wow, that yeah sounds good, but if you ain't got no cap room, it don't make no sense. You know what I'm saying? This the net net non tax parity level exception, guys. Okay, I'm gonna tell you about that. If you spend more than five million of your of your tax mid level exception, you're then and you're you're hard capped. You can't do a sign a sign sign trade deal. So all these little things that they the child like the second round exception, then that'll help the Lakers. That will help them out for sure. The Lakers yeah. are known yeah. for not on offer two year deals there's the second round picks. This allows you to do four years up to the veteran minimum for a second round draft pick. That will help. But there's more bad than good. And it was only targeted at three teams. And that's the problem with this CBA. It was targeted to overcorrect three teams who wasn't who was suspending money because they had money. If you're Michael Jordan, Clay Bennett in OKC, uh, Ryan Smith in Utah, um, the, 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 what's the, the Allen family in, in Portland, okay, you can't spend, you can't spend. But don't, don't take it out on anybody else because you, you, you want to be cheap or yes. Spurs, mm-hmm. not spend any money. And, and that's why the uh, baseball union – because they never rock with anything coming close to a cap. They they if it if it seems like a cap, they're not doing it, right? Because they know your stars are gonna make money, but you have to take care of everybody else. Yes. And the middle, the middle class got hurt in the CBA. It, it yeah. I mean, it's one of those cut off your nose to spite your face. That, that's a little And because you mad there. because they beat you. Right. That's that's what be. Can't be changing stuff because of being reactionary because of they run their organization better than you. Yeah, that's. I mean that. Do better. Try to, you know, run yours as good as them, or or make more shrewd moves instead of just like you said, just punishing the whole league because Golden State is being efficient. Bob Myers is doing a good job. Speaking of that, Bob Myers just stepped down. How different are the Warriors going to look? This coming offseason. I mean, he was the architect to the dynasty. You talked about drafting well and all that. I mean, he outside of KD and and like you said, he put all those pieces in place. How different will the Warriors look this fall? Um, I, I know why he got out. He, he won't be the one to tell Draymond and Clay, you're not getting what you want. <laughs> That's part of the reason why he didn't want to get out. And he did not want to be, you know how some people talk about the Bulls should have stayed together. No, they shouldn't have. That was only last, only last legs. The last dance should have been the last dance. Mm-hmm. You come out the lockout. They was gonna get my 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 destroyed, destroyed. Ninety nine Bulls were. They came back. He he does not want to be that guy. He he's not want to be in the position of Jerry Krause was, bro. <laughs> And the gun goes saying is this, man. Clay Thompson, I love you. Two years, 60. I'm not doing, Draymond, three years, 90. Okay, fine. But at what cost? Because that cost you Jordan Poole. Now, I know he played like trash. <laughs> but he was, but uh, you saw all those reports coming out, guys. He ain't talked to that dude with all years. It's basketball. That they never recovered from that right there, man. Mm-mm. And you know, 
Bob Myers can talk to their better, better angels. Now, I understand that, too. And I do feel like, hey, I'm about with you. Draymond Green, if I Steph Curry, I want him off my team. Because you chum me up to, to, the, to the enemy too much. You know what I'm referring to? The enemy in L.A. Your yeah. boy. Yeah. You didn't play hard as you. What was that pass you had against the Kings? Against them? It wasn't there. That those, that's, that's your boy? You had the same passion? The same dude who cried to the NBA office and got cost us a championship, got you suspended? Then you all up, then you riding like this? If I was Steph, he got to go. But, I, but, you, you want me but to if, 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 but if, if you're Steph, are you able to kind of transition to that place where it may not be about the championships anymore? He still wants to win, unfortunately, with those two guys. Yeah, he's loyal. To, he's loyal to his yeah. detriment. But he, but 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 one of them ain't loyal, loyal to you though. Mm. One of them, bro. Did you see the same pass he he played in Sacramento against against the Lakers? Is it the same guy? Because mm, him and him and Fox was talking the whole series. Yeah, uh, but with, with the Lakers, it was like. I'm on my best behavior. I, I, I'm, I'm a church mouse. I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be on my best behavior. I'm, I'm playing my king. <laughs> really? Interesting. I couldn't respect that. Around uh, my phone, around the league this is my league phone. We've been discussing how dude looked like he was like sanitized by playing his boy. So that's when you know you're big time. You got a league phone, TB. You got, hey. you got a league phone. I got a, I got a regular phone. <laughs> <laughs> yes. This is why I can tell you what league sources tell me. Got a league phone. Got the Chris Haynes and Shams and Woj phone. That's what. That's how. That's who. This hey, is. bro. Let, hey, Chris Haynes. That dude. I don't. I don't, I don't, I don't like that dude. Vinny. I'm gonna tell you why. Oh no. Tell you why. This dude. I'm talking about league sources, bro. The press release came out. We all got the same damn email, bro. No league sources, like, bruh. That's the same email came out. Talk about league sources or a prominent player on the Lakers. You mean LeBron James told you, bruh? <laughs> I mean, all that it just, it's, just, it's annoying to me. Like Chris Haynes and Shams own Clutch's payroll, okay? Woe to CAA, like Cal is. <laughs> <laughs> like, that it's like, but see, bro, I, I know what I'm on, boss man, lead phone. <laughs> That's what I'm on. Got the same information <laughs> and give it to y'all for free. I ain't gotta tell you leads. So I'm telling you, I know because I know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, TB, I know you got it. I know you want to get up on these these Celtics because yes, the, let's the, do that. The the first city in hockey and in NBA. To lose the game seven at home, the Bruins and the Celtics both just did that in the past couple of weeks. So, Benny, my, I'm gonna tell you, I, I know TD played there, Tony Dell, but he knows and I know this, man. I'm sorry. When I go to Boston, I, I get called darky, n word, monkey. That ain't cool. So I'm cool with them getting beat. Tony said he did say this uh, that you know. Because he hates the cold weather. I talked, we talked about him playing 82 games in a season. He said it happened when I was in Phoenix because I felt good and it was warm. He said the minute the season was over in Boston, 
his stuff was packed and he was out of that hotel to the airport immediately. Every time the season would end when he was playing in Boston, he was going to Phoenix as soon as the final buzzer sounded. So he he didn't stay up there longer than he had to either. That was his words. Yes. The, 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 I'm glad. Look, my Lakers lost. That's fine. It was, you know, Denver is a much better team. You know, Vinny and I talked about this last week. I can't even be too upset because Joker is that dude. And Murray That's decided to ball. The, that, that hole behind the head. You know, somebody hitting shots like that, <laughs> what do you do, right? So I'm okay with that. Yeah. But Boston losing, the way they lost, that, that, that'll that keep me warm at night because Boston losing is just – and got the fans' hopes up. Oh, we back. We gonna we gonna do what the Red Sox did. No, you're not. <laughs> no, you're not. You took an L, and I'm glad. And and the thing about Boston is, yes, they're a little young, but that core's been together for a long time. They've they been together for a long time. Nah, they ain't that young because they who they playing are pretty. I've been together. Horford, Tatum, Brown, Smart. Those guys been a part of it. Williams throw him in there too. Then Derek White's a little new to the game, so it's Brogdon. He's only really playing seven guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? But the thing is, they do stupid stuff in the fourth quarter of games and drop games they shouldn't lose. Let me tell you what it is, TB. There's no movement. It's just your turn, my turn. You run to a spot. There's just no action. There's no pin down. There's no spain. There's no split. There's nothing. It's just, hey, five out, run to a spot, throw you the ball. Well, I might bring up, a, bring out hope to sit on a ball screen really fast. But if I don't do that, you you make a move one on one, and then you throw a zone at them. They're gonna start jacking up threes. They can't beat the zone offense. It, it, it's just amazing because we hear all this. They've been in all these game sevens. That's a lot of game sevens. Why? Because they they're hardware. Yeah, also because they're not disciplined guys. Yeah, and and Mazzulla tries to. He he outthinks himself. Mm, he even, even against the Hawks, guys. Yeah. Games one and two, he played one through five switching scheme. In game three, you start playing drop coverage. And what does Chico DeBarge do? What do the best against drop coverage with this little floater game? Yeah. No, we hadn't beat you playing switching. But the game three, randomly you started playing switching. I mean, drop coverage. What? what, what do you, so Mazula, even Stan Van Gundy said this on the on the broadcast that you you can't just anticipate their adjustments. Just do it today, make you not do it. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It, that just seems the most basic thing in sports. Like just keep doing it until they make you change. Don't give up your advantage for what? You know. Yes, he was definitely. Trying to anticipate adjustments and mess up his whole team's flow, but because you, I'm glad because I don't like Boston, so you know, <laughs> new addition, new addition. Only thing you like from Boston, TB, That's yeah, it. man, yeah. That's I it. mean, look, look, Boston is like UCLA, they had a good run way back when, but that 108 title, get, get that <laughs> leopard out of my face, Celtics. Thank you for my vacation. I wanted it earlier, earlier but thank you for the vacation. But I still hate you. <laughs> Get that leprechaun out my face. We talked about this last week, Gr. It it should have been Philly and Miami anyway, right? Philly should have knocked Boston out if they, yeah, especially the one in Game Six. If they had any <laughs> discipline about themselves, they should have out tough Boston 
and it, it you know it should have been a Sixers Heat Conference Finals, but yes, it should have been. But you know, Doc Rivers is a known choker. You y'all know that. Yeah, yeah. Glenn's a, Glenn is a known choker. Hey, if, if if he can if he can be up three to two, he be he be the goat. But it's a five game series. Yeah. He'll be the best ever. He can be up three two in a minute, but that that game six and seven is kryptonite, yes. boy. I remember he blew lead. Remember he blew the lead to the Detroit Pistons in, in Orlando. You all remember yeah, that? Yeah. Chris McGrady. Yeah. Three yeah. one against the Pistons. He blew that lead. Mm-hmm. I mean, with T Mac. And that was the beginning. That was just he was just getting started. We didn't know all this. Yeah, was I coming. just getting warmed up. <laughs> yes, hey. I got another one. That, that, that meme. I got another one in me, like Vince Carter. <laughs> another one in me. <laughs> that Vince Carter meme. I got another one in me. <laughs> and I, I like Doc. I do, but it's. After this track record, the the championship was the exception to the rule. Bro, he I got mean, so lucky. He got carried that championship by them four guys. That was he the aberration. The, the title was the aberration. And yes, I hate to say that, was, but same with Bud with Bud in Milwaukee. <laughs> aberration. Look at him now. He's fired. Monty Whips end up in Detroit, guys. That's what I'm this is the phone tells me. Monty Ooh. Williams end up in Detroit. Hmm. So is that a good fit for young Cade and that bunch? I mean, he's a good teacher and he's a good teacher, but he can get stale very fast for his schemes. And you see what Aiden, he can get very petty too sometimes. Mm-hmm. Nice man, very mm-hmm. nice man. He can get very stale in schemes and get and get petty at time with players. What about Nick Nurse in Philly? I well, mean, he gonna kill Joel Embiid's knees. <laughs> Joel Embiid, my man, get ready for icing your knee. This man gonna play you forty minutes a night on back to back. So you saying he got some Thibodeau in him? A lot of Thibodeau in him, Bruh. I don't. The Raptors starting five, I'll average thirty five minutes and above in minutes. And look, it's Cast Talk Wednesday TV. We talk about the Cats. Former cat, I mean, Dwayne Casey laid a lot of groundwork for Nick Nurse to get that title. I mean, the, you know, yes, they, he did. After Casey, after, after, after Casey leaves, then they moved to Rosen for Kawhi and all of that, and it Ka- kind of falls in Nick Nurse's lap. I'm just it was, yeah, Kawhi Leonard. Let's put it on Ka- Kawhi Leonard. Got him that title. Kawhi Leonard, who didn't want to be there. And Casey won what sixty games a year. He got fired. Yes, coach of the year. Games. Yeah, so coach of the year. Just, he got fired. Just, just throwing. We yeah, know. Dwayne Casey, former um cat. Yes, I do. Dwayne Casey is a very nice man. Very nice man. Dwayne Casey. Yeah, brothers. I tell you what, man. It's gonna be interesting. There's NBA draft coming up too, man. The finals is coming up. Look, I I got Denver in six. That's kind of where I'm at. The NBA wants to go. You know, the NBA was, was so happy though, bruh. Look at the official assignments as I always I tell you. Look at the official assignments. Mm-hmm. They definitely wanted certain things to happen. Oh, yeah. We know when Scott Foster shows up. I be- Tony Brothers, John Goble, David Guthrie, Mark Davis, all the extenders out there. What What about the uh, the official they think has a burner account on Eric Twitter? Lewis. <laughs> Bruh, how your account going to follow NBA officiating your wife? Bruh, you... you you got stupid. Look you got you got a you got a it button in Eric Lewis. Come on. And Eric Lewis is the is the is the MIAC conference officiating czar. Can you believe that? Mm. The MIAC of course has him as his officiating czar. But yes, bro, he 
he followed his wife, who was a coach at some school, women's coach, and the NBA, bruh, you did, you registered the account under your AOL account name? Bruh. You got to come done there, my brother. <laughs> Burner game, you had to come up with a fake email name, not your own joker, not follow people who you close to. You know what I'm, bruh, like, common sense ain't common, my guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, absolutely. You feel like, nobody. Bro, cats talk Wednesday. At least this show is normal. I, I suppose it's normal. <laughs> we, try we, we try our best. That's great. <laughs> I, I, I support. I saw that y'all burner accounts. The, 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 the trash Cal and and Mark Stoops that y'all do it on the burner account. Not cats talk Wednesday on your own. I'm where I'm praying what y'all are doing. That's right. That's right. Yeah, we try our best to be. At best to be normal. Sure yes, yeah, I appreciate that. No, yeah, because uh, I did. I, oh, normalcy is good in this world today, but I don't see normalcy with Eric Lewis though, bro. It's funny, and Eric Lewis fans, family, are Boston fans too. Mm-hmm. Think about that. Think about those guys too. But nah, man, it, it, it's funny, man. It's funny out here in these streets, brothers. It really is. But I'll tell you what like I told you on, on, on doing segment right now. CBA gonna cause a lot of moves to be happening. Um, we had to decide if I'm Denver, keep I'm gonna keep my starting five five together and go for it. They'll probably lose lose Brown. He's he's, hmm. he's making next year 7.8 million. He'll make more than that on the open market. Yeah. yeah. Uh Miami Heat, Tyler Hero. I'm gonna trade that dude. I'm not about to be hmm. in and Gabe Vincent, he don't he don't get paid. Caleb Martin gonna get paid too, boy. But but they got him on a good deal already. Oh, the twenty twenty five. And speaking of, speaking of, see, we talked about organizations making good decisions and and being well ran. How does Charlotte got to feel watching Caleb Martin do that? They they waived him, and here he is. The Heat's, you know, the Hornets trash end up being the Heat's treasure, and look what he's doing for them on this playoff run. So, and shout to J. Cole who called Karam Butler to tell him about Mr. Martin. And he played, I mean, he was good at Nevada, him and his brother both. You know, they had a little mm-hmm. tournament run with, with a Muslim before he went to Arkansas. So, I mean. And that's why the Charlotte Hornets are what, what they are. Yeah. A train wreck. Mm-hmm. It's functional. Mm-hmm. Because that's what happens. Michael Jordan comes in and makes these executive decisions. Like. You know, like I'll give you a story. James Borrego, the former coach there, he asked, could he bench LaMelo Ball? They told him no. LaMelo was not playing defense. Mr. Simon, Mr. Rotations, can we bench him and hold him accountable? They told him no. Ooh. How's it going to get better? How can you coach your team if you got to ask to even do that anyway? Exactly. Wow. You would be surprised in the NBA – how much that goes on with the dysfunctional teams? Wait, and like in Houston, they had Emma Udoka, right? Fine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They have a mandate to win now. From who? Tillman? The ownership. Tillman. Fatita. Well, you better. So that means you're going to sign veterans like a James Harden, maybe to a max deal, somebody else. There. To celebrate the rebuild because he's wants him to win. And the Raphael Stone front office now wants to win. Mm, See, OKC's building it the right way. 
They've been patient. If homeboy can stay healthy, do it the right way. Homeboy can stay healthy. Chet can stay healthy. Yeah, he too. That's why I'm worried about old Wimby. A little bit too lanky for my liking. Yeah. Yeah. String beans coming in here, man. Yeah. So (laughs) that's why I'm saying you can't rush the rebuild, guys. But he's always get, oh, we got to win that. We got to win that. Okay. Mm. You know, if you commit to tanking, let let that the tank finishes is tanking. <laughs> right. <Yeah>. Don't don't <laughs> change up. Don't you change can't get up. halfway through and then try to switch it up. Yeah. That's not how this works. You can't pause <laughs> if you tank you cannot pause the tank. Let the tank continue to tank. Yeah, all right. You can't pause the tanking. Mm. So yeah, man, this league is this league is crazy, brothers. I watched this next June, watch at the draft and the trades you hear, the things you're gonna hear, watch it. Cause see, usually, usually you would do trades and make them make them go after free agency. The CBA kicks in July first, so look mm-hmm. for a lot of activity trade wise on draft night that will go through mm-hmm. to beat this new CBA. Right. Well, it be be more about finances than that'll be that'll be driving all this stuff. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. it's all financial moves. Mm-mm-mm. Not as David Stern coined the phrase for TB's Lakers, basketball reasons. <laughs> still, still, still mad about that. <laughs> the infamous David Stern. Why did you do this, Mr. Chris? Basketball reasons. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that, that's, that's tough. Yeah, that's so tough. that's what's coming up, guys. Financial reasons. Yeah. And hey, McCollum, let me help you with something. You know, Zion's on a max deal, so is B.I., Brandon Ingram. You're making, th- you're making $30 million a year. Could your own little petty rule mess you up, too? The irony of that. Mm-hmm. Could you be off of it because of your number, sir? But like you said, 227 to 223, that's pretty much 51 to 49. 49. And, yeah, so, yeah, it's like you said, people – People aren't happy, aren't thrilled. It barely got pushed through. No, I mean the owners are like, "Hey, hey, CJ, hey," but yes, yes, you not fight because think about it, bro. I I don't want to kill all your time. NBA, I'm gonna tell y'all who who did this deal. Let me tell y'all who NBA PA leadership. I want you to see this, brothers. You are multi. Who who made this horrible rule? Who did it? See, Cat Talk wins giving you leads inside of the league. I'll tell you, Cat Talk. Here we go. McCollum, president. Sorry, Grant Williams, vice president. Harrison Barnes. Come on now. He's a treasurer. Bismack Biombo. Malcolm <laughs> is he, Brogdon. Is he still in the league? Biombo yes. still in the league? Phoenix, yes. Oh, okay. Brown <laughs> with, the, with the Celtics. General Jackson Jr. with the Grizzlies. Donald Mitchell. And Garrett Temple. Wow. Th- these nine jabronis, now, led did, by McCollum, pushed this garbage through. Who who voted them to the positions that they hold? Though? The NBA players did at All-Star break. Yeah, right. See? I mean. Like, what are y'all <laughs> thinking? I mean, look at the. There are no, there are no star stars on it. You'll call Brown star, okay. There's no real, like, star stars on this leadership panel to talk about the league and there's no Chris Paul who has his own issues too. You yeah, know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah. 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 To, to mm-hmm. 
Like, but these jokers, hey, beyond bold, Barnes, you're the middle class. Right. Mm-hmm. You hurt yourself. Mm-hmm. Yep. So this- we'll, t- we'll talk about this thing. You text me real quick. I was trying to figure out how to share it on here, but I couldn't I couldn't get the file. But you you sent me the NBA's highest paid mascots. You text me, and it's the top five. Mm-hmm. I hadn't even never even thought about this, didn't even you know, had no idea what they make ever, ever. But number one, which kind of surprised me. Well, first of all, what's the what's the veterans minimum right now for the NBA? What's the? Uh, let me see NBA minimum. I, I can tell you. We want to say NBA veteran minimum. Okay, we go. Here we go. Let me tell you, nine fifty three for a rookie. Nine fifty three for a rookie. Okay. Yes. All right. And so, highest paid mascots. I was trying to figure out how to share it. I couldn't. But Rocky, the mountain lion. For the Western Conference champion Denver Nuggets, making six hundred twenty-five thousand dollars a year, two thirds of the way to the rookie <laughs> rookie minimum. I'm like, winning the wrong business, obviously. I had no clue that the mascot made that. <laughs> Your very own Harry the Hawk comes in number two for Atlanta, making six hundred grand a year. Three, we get a little bit of separation now. Benning the bull. Making four hundred grand a year, for an absolute travesty. This is disrespectful as it gets. Go the gorilla for the Phoenix Suns. Been out there being a mascot longer than we've been alive. Is only making two hundred grand a year. Now that that's like one of the OG mascots, Philly fanatic, the gorilla. The, he should be making more than two hundred grand. And finally, number five, we talked about the Hornets. How dysfunctional they are. Hugo the Hornet is making a hundred grand. That's the top five highest paid NBA mascots. And the Hawk and the Nugget makes more than the two way players make. <laughs> yeah, that's what two way guys are a five twelve max. So you you got your you got your forty one home games. I'm like, okay, you got forty one home games. You got preseason games. Two or three. The, if you make the playoffs, which Denver, Denver and the did, the Hawks did they also for for us it was 40, 46 for him. You got stuff you got to do in the community. You got photo shoots. You got to be here and be there. You got to go at a ribbon cutting or go to the school. But six hundred twenty five grand for Rocky the Mountain Lion, man. That's I mean, you got to be in shape to run around and shoot shirt cannons to the crowd and. Dunk off the trampoline, right? I assume you know that kind of stuff. Yes, and and climb on top of the stands and do defense. (laughs) Defense. You can't forget about defense. (laughs) Yeah, he did defense. Six hundred twenty-five k. I just I had no idea that they was making that much. I'll do it for half that. That's what. Yeah, bro. Do the Rockets have a mascot? Yeah, uh, I forget his name, but he Man, ain't in the top five though. He ain't top five, but and these but, the hey. rest of them. If if Hugo the Hornet is fifth at a hundred k, everybody below everybody that. else is is yeah. Hey, imagine we have, we got we have a mascot strike, Vinny. We gotta have I a mascot CBA sign. The gorilla, the gorilla should be making way more because he's been doing it for years. That's I mean that that's an iconic mascot and only making two hundred grand. Rocky making three times as much as the gorilla. That ain't right. Man, look, 
They're going to have a, a mascot strike or a mascot CBA agreement. I'm, I guarantee it's coming. I just, just came out just, today. Yeah, just don't let the CJ McCullum mascots be doing the deal for you. <laughs> you got that right. <laughs> hey, let me do the deal for you mascots. That's I'll right, get man. you the best deal possible, man. Tell him, dude, what he's doing, bro. That's like, it. it's crazy. But, man, I just want to throw it out there. I appreciate you sending that. And that's if, <laughs> if I could figure out how to share a screen, I would have done it for those watching on the Roku. But maybe next time. But, man, JR, take time out of your vacation. We appreciate it as always. And, and drop knowledge. Uh, I hope it's a, a nice, smooth vacation. Hope September 25th don't come too fast where you can actually catch your breath and relax. Yeah, that's media day. day, which means I got to be around Chico the bar just to make me sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> First day at work, boy. That's ugh. I'm oh, like, uh, I hate you still. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't changed over the summer. I still hate you. <laughs> that never go change. I like Vinny and TB better than you ever, ever, ever like you. <laughs> we'll, we'll take it. We'll, appreciate you, man. Can't thank you enough. Hey, bro, that, I'm gonna tell you this. I'm gonna tell you this. He watches your show when I when I come on here. Huh? He watches the show when I come on here. How you know that? He hate watches. He tells me about it. We <laughs> certainly appreciate it. I, don't, I, I ain't trying to start no fights now. <laughs> he loves to. He hate watches what I do, guys. I'm telling you, he hate watches me on your show. Man. <laughs> I oh, love man. it though. Oh, I man. love it. Hey, shout out to you, Chico. <laughs> See you 25th of September. <laughs> Be cool, JR, man. Hey, I'll see y'all. Have a good I'll talk to you down the road, brothers. All yes, right. sir, absolutely. All right. Boss Man Show, JR the Boss Man, just giving us plenty every single time, man. So Yeah, you know, uh, I, I don't, I, I really, like I said, I don't understand the NBA's motivation uh, because that's just not their model. You know, we're going to have, it's going to be the fifth year in a row with a different champion. Which has never happened yeah. mm-hmm. in NBA history. It's always, you know, the team of the decade, the dynasty. Uh, even when we moved off that a little bit, and it was uh, the Lakers and the Spurs that won ten out of fifteen titles. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's what it is. So yeah. I, I just because you, you need that the NBA. Uh, it depends on who's in the finals mm-hmm. to, for people to watch. It's more dependent on that than the Super Bowl. People can watch Super Bowl, whatever. Mm-hmm. Like people watch that 10 3 Super Bowl against, uh, you know, when it was uh, the Rams versus uh, New England. New England. Uh, <laughs> just kept, I kept waiting for something to happen. I just kept, oh, yeah, something's yeah, going to happen. The numbers are going to be there, right? <laughs> uh, now that changes a little bit, right? The, Championship games, you know, whenever the Cowboys and 49ers play, things spike, right? Mm-hmm. But, you know, the, the conversation when the conference finals start is like, you know, the NBA would like to have Lakers-Celtic series. Uh, yeah, absolutely they would. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, yeah. yes. Because <laughs> then you can bring out all the Laker greats and the Celtic greats, absolutely. You know, but if you are uh, in the I mean, NFL, it doesn't matter. I mean, Kansas City, Tampa Bay, that's not killer markets, either one of those. But, you know, we still had millions and, what, however many 
Right. Billions, what millions, however many, it was it still killed it. Right. So the NBA, of course, is going to want that matchup. Uh, not to say that the league is rigged, but college basketball the same kind of way. Basketball in general is about the matchups. Like we said, going to the tournament. Everybody talks about Cinderella. Right? Mm-hmm. But we all saw the numbers when it was San Diego State, <laughs> Miami, uh, <clears throat> UConn, and whoever else it was in there. San Diego State, Miami, UConn, and um, wow. <laughs> yeah, you don't even know. Exactly. <laughs> so that, that's, that's my point, right? And, you know, uh, yeah, you know, everybody wants chalk until the Final Four. It sounds good to have these have this parody. That's not how this works. It's just not mm-hmm. right. You know, most still the most watched finals is 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 who? Bird and Magic. You yeah. gotta have. It's about the matchups, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I would guess a wager the 2012 final with Kansas Kentucky. That's got some sizzle to it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, things things like that. But anyway. Uh, hey, these finals or these playoffs have been great. Uh, Denver answered the question Is Djokovic that good? Yeah, he that, he's that good. Sure, yeah. And uh, Jamal Murray be a, a, a good number two? Yeah, mm-hmm. he can he can do that. Uh, like I said last week, Denver's just a you know, Aaron Gordon is three. And yeah. and uh, uh, Michael Porter Jr. is the fourth option. Unbelievable. I mean, there you go. Um, but we're going to see that change in the guard that happens. Mm-hmm. LeBron is in year 20. Kevin Durant is like at 14. You're here 14 to 50. Same yeah. way with Harden, right? Mm-hmm. So we're going to see that. Steph's got some miles on it. Remember, it was 2008 when he was dazzling everybody at uh, – uh, uh, Davidson. Davidson. So he's 35 years old, man. He's so know, this, it this sounds crazy, but this is what happens, right? And Steph is pushing 40. <laughs> right. You know, and, and and that's part of it is the league, it's dynasties, and the roster changes. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's just that's just how it goes. Uh and a lot of that just, with Golden State. You know, we I think it was one, but I listened to Bo Bamani today, but the talk about drafting well. They missed on some draft picks. Look, they they had James Wiseman for like two seconds, and I was like, "Man, you got to go to Detroit. This ain't working." Uh, Kaminga, so these guys supposed to be coming in and kind of supplementing and 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 taking some of the pressure off of Clay and Steph and Draymond, ain't really work. So now they're gonna be in a you know maybe a little bit of rough shape, you know, going forward. Right, and and so. Here's 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 my thing. Um, there should be, what my biggest issue with the this new uh, collective bargaining agreement. It's going to make everybody build their team the same way. And for me, there should be a variety of how you do that. If you are not a free agent destination then you better have a damn good GM in front office. Then you better be able to coach and develop talent, right? Uh, And I say that 
because, you know, as a Lakers fan, again, give us two dudes. We'll, we'll get two dudes to come and we'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. That's going back to the Minneapolis with George Mikan and Clyde Lovellette, two Hall of Famers. <laughs> that's how they won the first four. Right. Give us two. We'll figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so I, the biggest issue is, and we've talked about this before, owners really don't want to win. And I hate to be the old man yelled at the cloud, but I used to feel that owners really wanted to win. Yep. Like, even when the teams were owned by big conglomerates, the people involved really wanted to win. You know, the Celtics, the 80s, you got Red R back in the front office. That dude is trying to win. Mm-hmm. I believed as a Lakers fan, uh, uh, Dr. Buss is trying to win. GM Jerry West is trying to win. Mm-hmm. And so many teams aren't trying to win. Yeah. There are more bad owners and more bad front offices than there should be. Mm-hmm. Talking to Kate about the Chicago Cubs. And among Cubs fan right now, it's amazing that the owners that ended the curse have just gotten rid of all that goodwill in less than a decade. Mm-hmm. Six <laughs> years after 2016, Cubs fans was out on the owners. Like, it, it, it sounds it sounds just unbelievable, right? Like, you would think that you were Gucci, right? To end the draft, like, Gucci, baby. Mm-hmm. But they've just done things about making money but not making the team good. And if you are a, you know, a fan of professional sports and you've got a competent front office, I mean, that's rare. You got a leg up, boy. You know, that's the way I feel about the 49ers. And I say that because I'm looking at these all pros that we're drafting on the second and third day of the draft. Mm-hmm. Right? Kittle was a fifth-round pick. Hafango was a fourth round pick, right? Like all pro dudes late in the draft. Cause I've got confident a confidence. They know what they're doing mm-hmm. now, but you remember, you know, when we first started doing this show, when I openly admitted, I have no idea what the 49ers are doing. No clue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's going on, yep. but this front office, this coaching staff, I've got faith. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Let me take a quick, almost before I forget, we got a couple ads we got to play. Got to pay the bills, man. That's right. First one is called Rotella Resale. It's about 45 seconds. Second one, A&G Adventures. It's a couple minutes. We're just going to get them both in back to back uh, because they come straight from the the main man, Ben Sutter. So we're definitely going to get them in. So we get these in, and he's going to put them in for the video for everybody that watches. So you get it whether you listen or watch. So here we go. Rotella Resale, an online superstore with thousands of products in over 50 different categories. Choose from fine jewelry, electronics, tools, die cast, and collectibles, handbags, toys, and housewares, just to name a few. Rotella Resale is bringing back the personal touch to retail. Forget massive websites with numerous sellers or giant box stores. 
Shop where you are treated like family. We offer free shipping on every order, and if you enter promo code VIDEO at checkout, you will receive 20% off your first order. Visit www.rotellaresale.com. That's www.rotellaresale.com. So, thanks to Rotella Resale and A&G Adventures. Y'all watching and listening, check those out as well. Appreciate Ben for letting us be able to play them on the show. Uh, you mentioned your 49ers. Y'all got a Super Bowl hosting coming up, I think, what, in a couple of years? Y'all got another one, right? Yeah, and uh, so, uh, yeah, I also got an email from the 49ers. Uh-oh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> if if I want to go in on a sweep, because if you get a sweep, they'll throw the Super Bowl in there. They're like, oh, is that all? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped right on that, didn't you? Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, like, who do you think I am? <laughs> what brown do you think this is going to? <laughs> uh, but yeah, I hope the 49ers can get uh, can can play at home. I was hoping they would play in Super Bowl 49. Uh, I thought that would have been. Mm. Uh, special for the 49ers to play uh, Super Bowl 49, but 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that would have been, would have been special. Yeah, sure would have been. Oh. <laughs> but who? But was? you can you can join the 49ers if you want. But like I've said before, you know, there are just owners that are trying to make money. I gave you trouble for the Cowboys, but I do believe Jerry Jones is trying to win. Like you may not agree whatever he's doing, but I know that dude wants to win. I just don't think you can say that about every owner Mm-mm. or every front office. No way to really police it once they get in there and they can run it in the ground if they want. I mean, it teams they don't want to spend any money. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's just... and and that's the and that's the the thing about baseball. These teams don't want to spend money. Like you can't tell me that the Padres can do what they do, as far as spending, and other teams can't. Mm-hmm. I'm just tired of teams crying broke. Not when the Washington football team is going for six billion. Yeah, yeah, and they haven't been good in 20 years. Mm-hmm. Come on, man. Mm-hmm. I, I'm telling you, the cat was out of the bag. When Sterling had to sell the Clippers, and the Clippers got close to two billion, and they've been garbage. Mm. It's like, oh wow, okay, stop telling me you're broke. Mm-hmm. And who knows how much you know profit he made when he because he owned them forever, so he didn't pay nothing for him, comparatively speaking. And the thing is, all he had to do was be the second team in L.A. You can charge. Higher prices than everybody else, but just a little bit lower than the Lakers. They're not, they're not even the they're the third or fourth tenant in crypto. That I mean, I know they're getting their own arena, but they're the third, they're the third team. Because this is a lot when the sparks start playing. (laughs) It's a lot of you know what is it? What's the word? Is it, I don't even know the word. Residual. I don't know if that's right or not. But fans that you know, people move out there that can't afford Lakers tickets, that will go and buy Clippers tickets, and you know, kind of yeah. rock with the Clippers because you know the, the you know the Lakers are the Lakers, and it's premium. That's premium stuff for them. At but, the Lakers games, you get Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. and you get Denzel. Mm-hmm. At the Clippers games, I love him, but you get Billy Crystal. <laughs> That's right. That's right. You know, the the uh, the Clippers are where you see the reality stars. <laughs> the Lakers is when Anthony Davis can fall in the stands, bust up his lip on Will Ferrell's knee, mm. right? Like that. There, there. It's different. Mm. It's just different. Yeah, it's levels. It's a, yeah, you're right. You're right. So yeah, the Clippers. I mean, just that. I mean, that'd be a smart business plan. Put a good team together and. Get the people that can't afford the Lakers, and some yeah. of them, some of them will genuinely like you. After, yeah, that's right. That's you know? right. Hey, remember, <laughs> the last five years have been as good as it's ever been for the Clippers. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and that window is probably, you know, Paul George and Kawhi. Yeah, I mean, they, they're not playing back to back, so they're not going. I mean, it's a wrap, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Russ out there still until no further notice. Hey, you know, uh, like I said, uh, Jimmy Butler. We were talking about that. He's put on a show. Miami is is 
we talk about front offices and teams that want to win. Miami, we got to talk about Pat Riley. Mm -hmm. Kentucky legend Pat Riley has now been involved in 25% of all NBA finals, which mm -hmm. is obscene. Mm -hmm. 4.7, but whatever. I'm saying 25% as player, coach, and uh, front office person. Unbelievable. Um, I, he's the dude that I don't think we talk about nearly enough in mm -hmm. Kentucky circles. Mm -hmm. And I'd have to imagine him being the front office is why he's not around more. Uh, but we really need to tap into that a little bit more. Mm -hmm. You know, he needs to have – like we need to really – I mean, he's, he's a Kentucky guy. Yeah. There's yeah. no ifs, ands, or, or buts about it. But I'm glad the Heat took down Boston. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and shorthanded, hero hurt, all these undrafted Gabe, Vincent, Caleb Martin, Struess, Duncan Robson, Jimmy Butler, Bam, and just dudes who got body fat good enough to qualify to be on the team <laughs> and can hit shots and play deep. I mean, Tatum Brown, the, the talent level, the self, you know. It, but and, and the thing about Boston, again, they drop a lot of games they shouldn't drop. Just ain't tough they, enough. They, 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 they shouldn't be that them. bad. Got right? no dog in them, man. Yeah, you know, uh, when a team pushes back, they ain't got nothing for them. Mm -hmm. So I'm glad they lost uh, to, 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 to finish what you and JR are talking about. I think the Nuggets got it. Because that offense is just, I mean, when your five man is running the pick and roll, I mean, what do you what do you do? I mean, that's that's the thing. And um, you know, we'll look back and scratch our heads on who won the MVP in 2023. Because <laughs> uh Joker's that dude, man. And it's I know you saw it, but as a as a Lakers fan, when Rui Hachimura is sitting there and saying they're just bigger than us, and they shot over us. And he's 16, and just uh, Denver's just bigger and shooting over him. I, I think, you know, Miami is not trotting a lot of size out there <laughs> outside of outside of Bam. You know, and they've been playing small. I love Jimmy. I, I've respected him so much after, you know, we remember him in the bubble against your Lakers. Again, yeah, that, that game six – yeah. Or game, I'm sorry, game five performance. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, people try to discount what we saw in the bubble. And I get it. Uh, the biggest reason is because the Lakers won. Mm -hmm. If anybody else wins in the bubble, it's not a big, I mean, and that's fine. Uh -huh. You know, uh, as I've told you before, I'm a Lakers fan. I get it. The Lakers lose and make a lot of people happy. I get it. That's why it doesn't happen very often. So I, I get that. Uh, so I'm not you're not gonna hear me cry, but oh people want to see us lose. I get it. Mm -hmm. So but that performance from Jim was was fantastic. Yeah. And yeah. I, uh, love to see him get there with a more full strength kind of squad. Each time he's getting there, he's pretty pretty outman, you know, and he's gonna to me, in my opinion, he's gonna be outman yeah. pretty bad start tomorrow just like he was in the bubble against the lakers because it was him trying to go against lebron and ad you know, kcp was with y'all then yeah. so i yeah. mean it was you know the the, the thing is how is miami going to defend Jokic? 
Yeah. You can't zone uh, Denver. Mm-mm. They've got too many good shooters. Mm-hmm. So Bam, and you know I love Bam, right? He Kentucky guy, love Bam. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Bam uh, having to guard Jokic, you know, 35, 40 minutes, that's a tough ask. Mm-hmm. And he's giving up, what, three, four inches and who knows how many pounds. And and he Jokovic is Jokic is so uh unorthodox. I mean he's killing you and he's not jumping. <laughs> and I think for me that was the toughest part to warm up to with Jokic is usually when you see a player that's dominant, they've got something. There, there's a move, there's like a physical advantage. I mean, yeah, he's strong, but there's nothing where I'm like, it doesn't wow you till you watch him play. Mm-hmm. And his passing. I mean, yeah. it's 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 ridiculous, right? <laughs> so, yeah, I was slow to the Jokic bandwagon. I, I get it. I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's like it's like a struggle for him to dunk. He like really has to stretch. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not it's not pretty at all, and yeah. and and so. And you would think at 6'10", 6'10", like whatever he is, like uh, literally you should be, but it, it's a struggle, but mm-hmm. the uh, the Nuggets have found something. So so good for them, you know. Um, mm-hmm. Yay, Nuggets. You know, the, the, the Heat have become one of those model franchises. Yeah. So tip mm-hmm. my hat to them. You know, was it six finals in 15 years or whatever it is? Yeah, for Spolster, who, I mean, you know, Allegedly, LeBron didn't want him there when he was on the way out, so whatever. But video guy to, to start. And, again, you, you talk about Riley. Pat Riley saw that the dude had it, you know. Yeah. And here he is. He's a Hall of Fame coach. Now. It's like, what, Popovich and then Spolster as far as tenure coaches? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. So uh, it's going to be an entertaining finals. I'll watch it. Because I oh, yeah. think we're going to get one of those Jimmy games where he's like, we're not losing this one. Mm-hmm. But, you know, so I, I think uh, Nuggets in, in, in seven or in six. That's what I'm – I almost want to say five, but I think I think Jimmy will get two. You know, he'll he'll will them to a couple, I think. And, yeah. And 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 for me that's going to be when we start talking about player legacies. I mean that's just Jimmy's thing. I'm going to play hard. Every postseason he ramps it up, you know. And again, when you start looking at uh all-time greats in their their games, their packages whatever, I mean there's nothing really that Jimmy does that wows you. Mm-hmm. Except he keeps coming for 40 minutes. Mhm. You know, uh, even the game that uh, game six that the Heat lost, you know, yeah. him and Bam yeah. were shooting terribly. Yeah. And he gave them a chance to win. Mm-hmm. Did the part, uh, Patrick Sparks moment, man. To- yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I love talking there. about that Patrick Sparks moment. <laughs> Louisville fans, oh, you travel. That may be, but if you're up 32 16, you got to win that game at home. Like, That's right. Come on. Like, <laughs> you up 32 16 at the half, you got. You gotta win that game. Mm-hmm. It's, it was a double point lead, you know, with about five minutes. You gotta win anyway. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna be entertained. Like I said, we're gonna see that next generation. 
the thing is I would caution people against is talking about how wide open the window is for Denver. Yeah. Uh, the, the CBA notwithstanding, everybody thinks that the window is wide open. Mm-hmm. Right. We all thought that about Oklahoma City. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. You know, mm-hmm. and honestly, uh, like Jr. even said, we thought that about Milwaukee mm-hmm. after Giannis won a couple years ago. We thought, oh, it, does it look like it now? Nope. You Middleton know, can't stay healthy, and, and, and Giannis, Giannis is up. Is, has been in the league longer than you think. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> like, <Yep. laughs> you you look at uh, rookie Giannis. Like I get you know, so. Again, when it comes to sports, you think that the window is 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 always open. You know, I always go back to Dan Marino. Yeah. In 1984, you, you could have made all kinds of money because everybody was putting money on like, oh, he'll be back. Mm-hmm. And it just it just doesn't happen, you know. And so for me, like, you know, bringing it back to my 49ers, I'm very like I know the window is going to close at some point with this group. Mm-hmm. We've probably got this year and next year. And then the Niners have to make some hard choices mm-hmm. uh, because they got to pay a quarterback. Yep. We're doing this right now with rookie quarterbacks and Sam Darnold, right? With, Legit. with and so uh, Legit we, put out some money for a change for, for well, you know, <laughs> for a QB. And, and, that, and that's a, and, but that's the thing, you know, when everybody's like, "Oh, they're going to trade," they not trading because the whole they can pay. You can pay Jusic over fullback salary because you're not having to pay a quarterback. Mm. You can make sure that uh, Kittle is, I think, number two for tight end behind uh, Kelsey. Okay. Mm. Got to pay Bosa. Yeah. It, his deal is getting – you can do that if you're not paying, spending $40 million a year on a quarterback. And but that's going to change because at some point you got Warner- to – one are gonna get paid already too. Yeah, yeah, he's got paid. I think he's top, and you know, uh, Trent Williams, right? Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Debo's deal is probably, and that's the weird thing about the 49ers, they're so hybrid that <laughs> it's just you know, because Debo was wanting top wide receiver money, but I love you, Debo, but you don't have those kind of numbers. Mm-hmm. So it's it's meat in the middle, right? And so I know and that the, the clock is ticking on that. The quarterback might give him the ball more, but they I don't know. He if I'm him, I mean, you know, is he, it the is he, it the, you know. he did not get top wide receiver money, but he got mm-hmm. more running back. So they is found M- a nice soft spot for him. McCaffrey gonna get a y'all gonna keep him a while. Y'all what's y'all trying to I'm trying to remember how his deal is situated, and I'm not 100 percent And that's the, the thing is that when the offense is rolling, you've got all these interchangeable pieces, it's great, right? Like yeah. mm-hmm. you know, how is Debo that wide open? How is no one guarding uh Kittle down the middle? And then mm-hmm. you know, okay, we're just gonna run behind Trent Williams, so it's great. Yes. But I know, hey, at some point, even if it's uh, uh, Trey Lance, even if it's Purdy, you're going to have to pay one of them. Yeah. Like, they ain't going to get Lamar money, 
right? Okay, they're not going to get that, but it's more than we've been paying yeah. these last couple of seasons. <laughs> Got to commit a little more to that position in a couple right. of years. Yeah. Right, right, yeah. right. So, so, you know. That's uh, a good I, position to be in, though, where you've able to, to have this flexibility with your money and get productivity out of these rookies. And, right, it's I been mean, great. Yeah, and 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 like I said, go you know, drafting really, really well. Yeah, you know, if mm-hmm. you can get a Pro Bowl season or an All Pro season out of a fourth round draft pick mm-hmm. on a rookie deal, you know what you're doing. Yeah, and, and that's what's happening in San Francisco. So, um, I don't know what what else do we got to talk about. We got to talk I about. See, uh, I see a tweet here from a friend of the show, Jack Pilgrim, says breaking. Antonio Ruiz will withdraw from the 2023 NBA draft and return to college. Sources tell KSR will continue to weigh his options regarding a destination. And he quote tweeted himself and said, Antonio Ruiz will consider a return to Kentucky, planning to meet with John Calipari in the coming days, NIL and role at the forefront of those conversations. We'll go from there regarding other potential options. So he's out of the draft. Now you're going to meet with Cal about his role and NIL and see if he's going to pick Kentucky or go elsewhere. That's the latest on Antonio Reeves, according to Jack Pilgrim. Yeah, he, hey, I'm not worried about it. Like I said, it's it's kind of dire looking, but tip your hat to Oscar. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, he's Absolutely. he's an all-time great, which mm-hmm. is hard to do at the University of Kentucky. Yes, it is. We've had really, really good players that I would not put on that on that plateau, but it's 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 Oscar. Mm-hmm. And I understand that the postseason success wasn't there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm glad he finally got the one you know tournament win to get that monkey off. No. Um, Steve Young reference, okay. All right, I can do this all day. Uh, <laughs> but but honestly, I you know. Uh, you know, th- I'm I'm thankful that he chose Kentucky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That first year, got there. What first half year he couldn't play. He was just you right. know, practicing, and then came in and, like you said, ultimate effort. You know, like you said, second year everybody can you know try to find weaknesses. That's the case in any you know aspect. So everybody start picking, rolling to death, and that kind of stuff. But you know, he's still like you said, constant effort. He's beloved off the court in the Lexington community with kids, yeah. everything he did. His situation was unique from, you know, he's still thinking about his family in the Congo and to, you know, weigh his options. Do I go pro and try to go that way? Do I NIL from Kentucky? So it was, I can only record commercials when we're in the Bahamas because of me being from out of the country. So it was a weird, a lot of moving parts during his time, but you know, he he gave it maximum effort every time he was out there and was a model student and person off the court with it. Yeah. And everybody you, you you type in his Twitter and search it and there's people thank you, Oscar, and all the pictures he's taking yeah. with, with fans and yeah. old women and young children and I mean it, it runs Oscar, the gamut. Oscar enjoyed being a Kentucky Wildcat. Mm-hmm. And I know we like our uh, homegrown stars, perhaps a little too much, but I, I find it hard to believe that anybody enjoyed playing basketball at the University of Kentucky, and and it meant more 
than Oscar. I find that hard to believe. It's his first stop. Didn't have the greatest experience and came here and, and talked about it in his farewell. I think it was an Instagram post, you know, I hope you support me on my journey to the professional basketball, but I won't hope to yeah. make Kentucky my home after, you know, still come on know. back home. Oscar. Yeah, we love you. We love absolutely. you. Absolutely. But old Kentucky home coach, Nick and the baseball team hosting. Yes. Uh, regional uh, going to have a tough, tough yeah, ball state and uh, Indiana, Indiana and West Virginia. And, yeah. West Virginia. I was going to say Michigan, but West Virginia, mm-hmm. uh, they can get it done. Get to mm-hmm. that super regional. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll be, uh, you know, of course, pulling for the cats there. Absolutely, Kentucky Proud Park getting a host, and glad to see it. Uh, all the scheduling conflicts. I'm, I'm happy because because Kentucky baseball hadn't been in a position to be <laughs> going on at the same time as Railbird and this concert and this music festival. But hey, I'm glad that these chaotic, hectic. It, Everything it, happening in Lexington at the same time because baseball is in the mix now. I'm happy. Yeah, it's like that. Uh, the NIT t- for the men's team, like we did not anticipate <laughs> Rupp needing to be available during this time of year. It's March. We thought y'all be on the road. That's right. But y'all be doing X, Y, and Z. So yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. So I, I think the Cats can 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 get to that super regional. Mm-hmm. I think they can get the winner of the Baton Rouge regional if that's the case. So. Why not? The, the the numbers, if you want to believe the numbers, uh, give the cats a chance to make it to uh, Omaha. Strength and schedule, RPI, toughest conference in America. Half the host sites were SEC, I mean, cities, 16 sites, eight SEC spots. Yes. And so... I mean, you you've, you're battle tested. You you can't say you you're not battle tested after coming through. And, all and that. that that Dari, I can't think of his mm-hmm. last name on ESPN does SEC Network stuff. Oh, yeah. Was no talking cool. about no cool. yeah. Uh, and somebody's like, oh, the SEC is overrated. It's like, bro, they won the fat last five t- championships. What are you talking about? <laughs> Even the Mississippi schools in Vanderbilt have won. That's right. And like three out of the five, one SEC team beat another SEC team. <laughs> <laughs> and it could it, it's conceivable that baseball is SEC baseball might be tougher than SEC football. Yeah, because SEC baseball is it? There's so you got the two Mississippi schools, right? Vanderbilt mm-hmm. has won. Mm-hmm. Uh, South Carolina has won here recently. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we what are we doing here, man? Florida got one or something too. Yeah, Florida think. got one. I think in the last few years. Come on, man. Like, and I know y'all want to be funny on the internet, but that ain't it, man. And as proud as we were of this season that Coach Mingione you know, had because, you know, they, they got to a good start. We just kept saying stack wins, stack wins. The schedule is going to get tougher. They got through all that and, you know, impressive record, get to host, get to the end of the season, SEC tournament came. They were in an 8-9 game. As good as they were, they were in a coin flip game against Florida in the SEC tournament. I'm like, what? That tells you what a gauntlet it is because this great season, and they were at eight seed in the conference. I mean, it was well, crazy. You know, uh, when we had Coach Florial, the former track coach at Kentucky, talk about, hey, if you're competing in the SEC for an SEC championship, then you know you can compete outside of the league. Mm-hmm. Right? That's when he got the women's team to the national runner up, 
He's like, oh yeah, we, you know, I, I want to say finished second or third in the SEC mm-hmm. to Arkansas that year. I want to say, I, I, I'm not hundred percent, but his point was, Hey, we can compete here. Oh, we can go out and do whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, we we've seen that with, with different, uh, with different sports as well. You know, women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Hey, you know, we look at what South Carolina has done, you know, what Tennessee has done. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course, LSU. men's basketball. LSU how many there. how many teams still use Kentucky as a measuring stick for men's yeah. basketball, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can get Kentucky at Rupp, I know the last couple of years have been a little bit different, but, <laughs> you know, for the longest time, hey, you can get Kentucky in Rupp. Okay. Yeah. I mean, don't believe me. Believe Nolan Richardson. That's what he mm-hmm. told his 94 Razorbacks. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. like, basically, hey, what y'all have done tonight, y'all can compete for a championship. Mm-hmm. And they did, right? So, uh, mm-hmm. hey, I'm I'm rooting, but I'm, I'm not rooting for anybody else in the SEC. Kentucky got to go to Omaha. If they go to Omaha, that's only two and a half hours away. Ooh, you talking now? So I've already put that. I'm like, hey, they they go to Omaha. I might have to, mm-hmm. have to road trip it. Definitely, definitely, because that's that's bucket list and a half right there, man. Yeah, like I said, mm-hmm. Omaha is real close to. It's on the border. Iowa, Nebraska. Mm, okay. So, uh, yeah, about two and a half hours thereabouts. So I'm like, y'all make it to Omaha. You'll see me there. TB up in Omaha. That'll work. Mm-hmm. And then you can you can take out some Nebraska corn and compare notes to the Iowa corn. Oh, it's it. Up in that trash talking about the yeah, corn. Yeah, man. Nebraska versus <laughs> Iowa corn. We all, we all know uh, Iowa sweet corn is the best. There you go. Nebraska's corn is what you feed your uh, livestock. We know Mm -hmm. that. That's right. Know your place, Nebraska. (laughs) (laughs) Man, we got another fun show. Absolutely. Hats off to Oscar. Wish him the best. Uh, Thanks to JR, the boss man. Um, In Kentucky, just take a deep breath, man. It's going to be fine. (laughs) I know it looks dire, but yeah. And we've got... Got games coming up in six weeks, TB. You got to go to Toronto. Going to Toronto with only seven or eight players. And these teams up there are going to be good. It's not like they can just cakewalk. Like, dude, that's, if I tweeted one of those young fellas in that podcast group, I think Dowell or whatever, if the roster was set, if they were loaded at every position, most of these fans will still find something to worry about. They just We've, move on to something else to be wringing their hands about. Look, man. <laughs> from 2014 to 2015, we brought back the national runners-up, added Carl Anthony Towns, among others, mm-hmm. went to the platoon system, and folks was still worried. So that's my whole thing is the people crying the loudest cry about everything. Yep. So when, whatever. When this cry gets pacified, they just move on to something it else. To cry about. It is yeah. what it is. Oh, well, it's, that's, like, it's like my dog. He keep moving along. I don't have to worry about this. Well, let me find something else to worry about. Oh, that's this is this is problem solved. Let me find something else to come on. <laughs> that's what they do. Anyway. Good show, man. Yeah, always, always a good show, man. Absolutely. Appreciate you. 
BS3 Network will be on the Roku, your YouTube, your Spotify, all your platforms. Appreciate Michelle. She's always putting comments up on the YouTube. She listens and watches us, and she puts comments up on YouTube now. And the episodes you were out, she was like, hope you feel better. And, you know, I was like, email came through, comment from Michelle Morton. Oh, Michelle, you know, watching us after she listened to us and then putting comments up. So thanks to Michelle and everybody else that takes the time. Number one fan. Yeah, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. The TV man, be safe. Enjoy your evening. Enjoy the rest of your week. Glad you had a safe trip back home to the Ville. Yes, sir. Tell Kate hello. Uh, you and Sammy, uh, enjoy the evening. And you know, Sammy, Sammy, be still. Stop, stop, stop moving around so much, Sammy. Just calm, calm down, brother. <laughs> yeah, dog. All he does is sleep. <laughs> I'm gonna hit this outro. Thank y'all for watching. We we'll see everybody next week on Cast Talk Wednesday.